You're listening to The Range, Gardner-Webb University Radio, WGWG.org. And with me today in the podcast studio is Matthew Tesnier. He is the big sports fan. Big sports fan. And uh, we are looking forward to this. Of course, we're going to be talking about basketball today, March Madness. Well, exciting first day of the tournament, I think, uh, that we've that we've seen as we record this, um, and much more excitement to come. On the first day of this year's tournament, in 16 games, seven of those games, the lower seed won. Wow. And we had a couple of 12s win. We had 11 win. So I think we're seeing kind of what we've seen in previous years here recently. A seed may not matter in a lot of cases. I mean, it's just about who's the better team. And there's been a lot of debate this year uh, so far, and I say this year so far, after one day of play. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's enough to create day, debate. Yeah. Um, that, you know, some teams were not seeded correctly. Um, Wichita State, 11 seed, uh, won a, a play-in game in the, in the play-in round, and then they won yesterday um, on, on Thursday, on the opening day. So um, we saw that. We saw Yale. Uh, win and now they're going to take on take on Duke uh, now, this weekend. First Yale win ever. First, as much as Yale has done in the history of the institution, and as long as their basketball, football, you know, all their sports programs have been around, they've never won an NCAA tournament game, wow. and they have not been to the tournament since 1962. Wow! So them getting through the Ivy League tournament, you know, we see we see Harvard from time to time. Uh, Princeton has been in the tournament many, many times, and we'll see another team get in. But Yale has not been there. And so um, for, for Ivy Leaguers, a little bit of something different. And for all the Yale grads, um, you know, got to be exciting. And so they'll take on Duke now, who has 106 <laughs> all-time tournament wins uh, and, and, a, and a handful, literally, of a national championships. Yeah, so yeah. that'll be a fun matchup. Yeah. A lot of jokes. We were talking earlier about uh, the jokes online about all the smart guys and, you know, what they'll do if it ends in a tie. Uh, winning, winning uh, with chess matches spontaneously, and, and other things like that. So, that that's been exciting uh, for for folks who are, are Ivy League followers, and um, you know, folks who who like to see the lower seeds win. It was certainly a, an exciting first day. Duke and Carolina got by for for ACCers, old time ACCers who are, who are fans of either of those schools. Neither team looked particularly great. I don't think that was unexpected with Duke. They, you know, short man this year, as we've talked about in previous weeks in this podcast. Um, Carolina looked pretty sloppy, um, to be frank, um, you know, throughout. They played a little bit better in the second half, didn't rebound well, um, you know, lots of fouls, some of them very silly fouls and, and bad cases where they're 90 feet away from the basket and they're just reaching in trying to poke the ball away. Um, so they'll have to tighten some things if, if they want to get going. Both teams have a lot of talent. Um, and, and kind of as a side note, thinking about Duke Carolina, I saw an interesting uh, tweet yesterday, something I haven't thought about, but this this ties together March Madness for our sports fans. It ties together uh, politics here in the presidential season. Take a look at it if you haven't. Duke guard Grayson Allen, who really kind of had a coming out party in the national championship last year and was one of the main propellers to Duke winning. He's a sophomore this year, been one of the leading scorers in the country. Um, you know, kind of a Wooden Award uh, National Player of the Year candidate. Look at how closely he resembles presidential candidate Ted Cruz. Oh, really? If you look at the two side by side, there okay. were some things flying out there yesterday, um, not just memes necessarily or, or simple things to throw up. There were actually some articles out there comparing the two. Yeah. They bear a close resemblance. It's it's kind of fun to look at actually. Yeah, sure. Um and so if you haven't if you haven't checked that out, you've got to see that. It, well, it's I've got to check that out. Striking. <laughs> I mean, really and you could say a young Ted Cruz 
not that young, really. I mean, they, they're pretty comparable. Okay. So right. um, kind of an interesting note off sure. the basketball beaten path. But to kind of tie us to Gardner-Webb with the tournament, um, we did have uh, two former coaches, a head coach and assistant coach, uh, right. coach in the tournament yesterday. Pretty cool for, for our school. Yeah. Um, Chris Holtman, who was here for several years mm-hmm. as head coach and was an assistant previously, um, who Tim Kraft replaced uh, right. here in the last mm-hmm. couple of years, both really, really good, strong head coaches that we've had um, have led us to you know 21 seasons, a lot of success. But Holtman, you know, went up to Butler. He was an assistant up there. Great opportunity for him, and then the head coaching opportunity opened for him. Mm-hmm. And he's made the most of it. I mean, Butler has been to two national championship games in the last couple of years. Him just being in that seat is is great. But now that he can get in there and he can win a tournament game, maybe win some tournament games. Um, they were able to win yesterday, I believe, over Texas Tech. Um, and just just really good to see him get a victory in the head coach's seat. On the other side, we had a, a loss yesterday for Takeo Siddle, who's an assistant coach out at UNC Wilmington. Um, and Takeo uh, was from North Carolina. He played here and then was an assistant coach here. Um, but just fun to, to watch those Gardner-Webb connections when they move other places. And you know, I think there are more of, of them than we realize. A lot of people were maybe thinking Wilmington might win that game. Yeah, and, and again, you know, playing against Duke, they, they could have. I mean, they were in it. They were really in it at half. Um, was at work yesterday, so I didn't get to see that game really. But um, I, I understand that there were a couple of threes maybe that Duke made late in the first half, and that kind of gave them just a little bit of cushion. And I think in the second half they were able to kind of hold on to that. But, yeah, they, they definitely gave them a run for their money. Neither Duke nor North Carolina coasted yesterday. I guess for sports fans, I mean, the big thing, of course, this weekend is March Madness. Uh, are there other things out there on the horizon? That's that's you know for for sports fans I think right now if, if you're really a diehard um, and, and you really like a variety of sports that's that's what you're going to look for um, you know so I think think the games this weekend of course of course Friday um, you know will will be the second second games here today as we we record um, and second round games this weekend uh, and you know so by the time you know we get to next week um, on on Monday. Um, we'll be ready for uh, Sweet 16 action next weekend. Um, so, you know, it's always amazing to me how you pare it down from uh, quickly from 64 to 32 by the weekend, and then by the time this first weekend of the tournament's done, we're down to 16 teams. Yeah. I, I like that it moves that quickly, but then we do have to wait four or five days before we play more games. Mm-hmm. So that's why I think the tournament seems like it takes takes a while. Gotcha. But we are, you know, I think it falls at, at kind of a perfect time. Um, right about the time the tournament is ending, baseball will start. Um, so anybody who's into baseball, you know, the NFL draft is still still to come. Um, the NBA is kind of in between before the playoffs. Um, and and by the way, one one interesting thing of note in the Charlotte region, Charlotte Hornets are on fire. They're playing very well right now, and they're actually tied for fourth in the Eastern Conference with um, right now with the Miami Heat and Boston Celtics. And so that's definitely of note. They have been on a hot streak since the All Star break. Okay. And um, yay, we're number four. We're, we're not yay, we're number four. <laughs> not a lot to cheer about recently for for Hornets fans. Um, so I, I'm very excited. Okay. Um, you know, anybody in the region who who still likes the Hornets, you know, they're probably excited too. Still, still a ways to go. Um, 15, 16, 17 games left in the season. So, you know, a lot can happen there. I mean, you go on a bad losing streak, you could fall right back down the standings. Right. But Hornets have been a little unconventional. One of their, I'd say, star players, Al Jefferson, who's had some injury problems, they've actually moved him to the bench. And, and my understanding is he's been coming off the bench lately kind of as a sixth man. It's actually worked. I think that talent coming off the bench playing against other second teams 
has been a good match, and some of the younger players have been starting. Whatever the, made the coach decide to make that shift in his roster, it's it's worked. So, um, just exciting to see them not be a seller seller dweller um, in in basketball. But you know, we are in tournament time. Gardner Webb, though, a couple of interesting things going on. Um, we talked about the coaches and the ties to um, the NCAA tournament. Baseball team still humming along, um, seventeen and two. Um, wow. Now still, and one of those losses was to number six North Carolina. Um, I believe they lost in their in their last game out, um, and they were seventeen and one at that point. So they're still humming along, and I still say, no matter who you played, you're playing NCAA Division One baseball, and you're seventeen and two. That's a lot to take pride in. Mm-hmm. Um, they've got a kind of a home and home against Wofford coming up. Um, our our, our Gardner Web wrestlers, they're up at Madison Square Garden uh, in New York City wrestling in the NCAA's and. Um, uh, Boyce Cornwell um, was able to uh, move along in one of his matches, and he will be wrestling on the second day, actually, in the consolation bracket. And so he's still alive there. But we also had Chris Vassar and Austin Trott, who's been to the NCAAs twice already in his career. Um, so we've had a little bit of success up there. But, you know, getting wrestlers to the Nationals, as, as Coach Daniel Elliott said recently when, when we were talking, it's about getting that Gardner-Webb name out there. And so, you know, for me, that's that's exciting. Just just our guys going to the national tournament. Mm-hmm. It's I think it's a guarantee for us. If we send somebody from Gardner-Webb to a national event, somebody's going to learn about Gardner-Webb who's never known about the school before. Yeah. They're going to look at that name. They're going to say, what is that? Where is that? Who are you? Who who is Who is your team? Um, so I think there's a lot of value in that. That's just exciting. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, one other thing of Gardner-Webb to note, lacrosse. We've won a couple of games. We've won a couple of games in a row. And, you know, when you start a new sport, no matter what it is, if it's football or if it's, a you know, a, a, a lacrosse, any any sport in college, it takes time. It takes time. It, 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 it is. It, it, you always hear the term building the program. Mm-hmm. And they, they had, I think, one win last year. Well, they've got two this year and still a good many to go. And, um you know, a lot of folks around here will say, if you haven't, and, and I feel guilty myself, actually, because I haven't seen one yet, but if you haven't checked out a lacrosse match ever of any kind, it's pretty cool you can see one collegiately in Boiling Springs. Yeah. And, you know, I believe Virginia Tech was here earlier this year, so there's some, you know, big schools that have actually come in here to play lacrosse, and you don't really see that. You're not going to see that in football or men's basketball or a lot of times even women's basketball. So, you know, some in some other sports we see that in soccer sometimes. Yes. We'll have an ACC school that will mm-hmm. come in here. We've had State in here um, and, and, you know, maybe a couple others. So, you know, it's a good chance to see, you know, a bigger school come in here and, and play in a, in a different and interesting sport. Um, so it's definitely worth checking out. And there's some home games left um, this month. It's just been kind of a homestand for our lacrosse team. So there's a lot going on at Gardner-Webb. It is an NCAA tournament, heavy time for uh, pro and college sports. Folks around here want to go out and see some live college sports events here at Gardner-Webb. Great place to learn those schedules is at gwusports.com, G-W-U-Sports.com. I think I That's got right. That right. That's exactly right. Yeah, I mean, schedules, you can look at results. I mean, they even upload stats, and as we always talk about. Pictures, videos. Pictures, video, all kinds of content. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Matthew. This is the Big Sports Fan. Listen in each and every Friday for this. Just subscribe to it through iTunes. It'll pop up in your feed automatically. Or you can follow us on Facebook. Or uh, We have a, a, a group and we have a page. You can like one, join the other, and you'll see all the very latest as they're published and they come out. Thanks, Matthew. Thank you.